0: Welcome to the Building Business for Women podcast, a place where we empower women to create, launch, and scale their own service based businesses. We are certified photo organizers, Christy and Amanda, and we built a profitable business that we love. Anyone can do it with the right community and the right plan. Hey everyone, it is Christy from Memory Momentum, and welcome to the Building Business for Women podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about or exploring a little bit more on how to read your client's mind, part two. And that part two is research. And I know I can hear it out there. You guys are super excited to do some research, but it is important. But first and foremost, we are going to be talking about a little fun fact. In the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about um, combined fun facts with Amanda and myself. I promise we'll start breaking it up again soon. But uh, these are just the ones that are coming to our minds. So we're sharing them. So a little fun fact about Amanda and I. Quite a few years ago, and I'm sure if you go to Google, (laughs) somebody can tell me exactly what year. I actually don't want to know. So don't do that. But uh, a long, long time ago. Um, Okay, so again, Amanda and I have been best friends from the beginning of time. We're not exactly sure when, but... Uh, There's probably a large generation of people out there that remember the new kids on the block. Well, back then, we, of course, were in love with them. Like, who wasn't at that time? Um, I'm going to say, let's say, 13 years old, 12 and 14, 13 and 15, maybe a little bit younger. I don't know, somewhere around there. Maybe more around the 12, 12 12-ish mark, 15 is a little older, but anyway... (laughs) So we love new kids on the block. And Amanda was going to marry Jordan Knight. And I was going to marry Joey McIntyre. I mean, obviously, this was going to happen. And there was one day, uh, Amanda's mom was really involved in the church and um, girl guides and things. So I can't exactly remember what the event was. I think it had to do with the church. But we, uh, there was a, a big walk. I'm assuming it was some sort of um, um, like fundraising thing, but I I don't know. I was young, so I have no idea. I was just following Amanda around. That's just what I did. (laughs) Whatever she was doing, I went and did it too. Um, So we, we were on this huge walk. We started at one point, I feel like it was the church and we ended, I guess maybe it was another church in a different town, but it was a walk that took all day, all day so think about this right now. What would your kids do if they did a walk all day? They would probably still be playing Fortnite or something on their phones or Candy Crush or listening to, uh, I don't even know what, right? They would have their phones attached to them. But just keep in mind that this was not an option for Amanda and I. So when we were on this huge walk, we like to talk about things that were going to happen in the future. So of course, we talked about Joy McIntyre and uh, Jordan Knight. And our big plan was we were going to marry them. And in our minds, they were best friends because why wouldn't they be? They were the lead singers of of a, of a boy band. So of course they had to be best friends. So we were going to get married. We we're going to grow up and we were going to build um, a house, like two houses, obviously next to each other. We we're going to be neighbors, of course. But the cool thing about us being neighbors were we were going to have a tunnel attached from one house to the other so that we could go back and forth and see each other all the time we didn't have to worry about uh you know walking down the street turning our back to each other running away we could just go into this tunnel this was our grand plan Uh, of course it was going to happen there was there was no if ands or buts this this was just going (laughs) to happen a little side note always drink big you absolutely should dream big. And we started that, I feel like at a very young age. And that that was a great thing. Also kept our mind occupied for probably four hours or whatever it was we were walking. But uh, fast forward, of course, we did not marry Joey McIntyre or Jordan Knight. I don't even know if they're married. Who knows? Again, whoever's looking up Google right now could could probably message me, but that's fine. Um, But we did happen to marry amazing men. They are not um, pop stars by any means, but they are absolutely fantastic. Now, did that have anything to do with the fact that when we were young, we sh- were shooting for the stars? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So maybe there's a lesson in there somewhere, but it's it's just really kind of a fun fact. So no, I'm not married to Joey. No, she's not married to Jordan, but whatever. It was fun at the time. So there you go. You guys, you guys get to de- dig deep into us a little bit more this week. Okay. So back to some serious stuff here, uh, reading your client's mind and research. (laughs) Okay. I know not everybody loves research. I totally get that. But again, just like brainstorming, it is a super important step in the process of trying to figure out exactly who your client is, what they want and how to get that message across to them. So last week we talked, um, we brainstormed about our clients. Uh, we brainstormed about their pain points uh, we brainstormed about ways that our products or services, businesses, uh, take that pain away. And we also brainstormed on the great, th- great things about ourself and our business. So hopefully, um, if you guys didn't have a chance to do that, no worries, you absolutely can. It was in last week's podcast. You know, I suggest heading back there. It's a great, it's a great thing. So we're building on that f- for this week. Uh, so this week, we're going to break down all that brainstorming that you did last week, we're going to break down even further and do research on it. So this research gives us further information into your client's mind, and actually your own business and services, uh, and, and things like that it gives you some great, great insight. And to sort of say something about uh, last week, we can also apply it into this week, um, last week, I suggest to put any of your brainstorming uh, into um, a booklet or your iPad or things like that. Another great thing you can keep that booklet for number one, it's great to write things down becomes more solid in your mind and in your core. But it also is something great to be able to look back on. So if you're so this is just a little side tip. But if you're like uh, sitting in your basement, you're trying to figure out like what the heck am I gonna um, put on social media? F- you know, for the next three months, I've got no ideas. You're you're just completely your brain is fried. You you're you're coming up with nothing. Go back to those books, those iPad notes, like what, wherever you've brainstormed. Go back to there, read through them. You might find the best pieces of gold stored in there that you're like, whoa, I forgot that was even there, or it just sparks something in your mind adds a little creativity whatever like those brainstorming books um, or lists you create anything you do like that are just sitting gold so keep them all revisit them all so you might think that brainstorming activity is a little crazy maybe a little bit much maybe a little bit too involved but it re- they really are really 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 important and great for future reference all right little side tip in there Okay. So the researching for this week, um, there are a few places that I actually love to go for research. Um, it makes research fun for me and there's probably a million different, um, places out there and, and this kind of thing is always growing and improving for me, but these are my three go-to places to do research. So we are going to go into a little bit more depth of those three things. And if anybody out there has some great resources or, um, places that they had to do re- some research I would absolutely love to hear them because I'm always looking for um, different ways to to do everything so it's great so what the heck are we actually researching so during the brainstorming um, and maybe you guys already started doing this but when you're brainstorming usually questions come up maybe not necessarily questions you've actually written down but questions in your mind um, and you go like hmm, well I wonder what that means or Hmm. What? I wonder how they, how we do that. All those kind of little things. Those are the things that you're going to then research. And, um, if you think, Oh, I, I don't know if I came up with any questions or anything, just head back to that research, start to look at, it, um, in that frame of mind. And then you will, you'll absolutely find things that you're like, Oh, yeah, you're right. I, I don't know what that means, or I don't know how to do that. Or, you know, that kind of thing. That's what you're going to research. So it can be anything like anything at all. Uh, But for example, for talking about our ideal clients, I've been talking about my ideal client as Sally Green. And a little backstory, just in case you're just joining us this week for the first time. Um, My pretend um, ideal client is Sally Green. She's a 46 year old divorcee. She's got I think I said divorcee in another podcast but whatever she's divorced she's got two kids she lives in a condo she's a CEO of a, you know a great um, company she makes over $200,000 a year and she loves to travel I think she's I said she's got two kids but if I didn't she does and for um, these exercise purposes my business is creating um, photo books so just in case you guys weren't following along the couple podcasts that's sort of what we're using for an example So for brainstorming, um, some of the pain points of Sally, or at least one of the pain points that I picked on um, last week is that Sally hates technology. Um, She has an iPad, she does emails. uh, She has she uses technology at work, all that kind of stuff. She doesn't mind doing that. But she just when she comes home, she puts it down, she doesn't want to have anything to do with it. So she sort of hates technology. So we're going to use that as an example. So if Sally hates technology, What does that really look like for her? If you put that in perspective in your own life, you probably know what hating technology means to you, but that means something completely different to everybody else. Um, And if you have a business, you're in a different space than the person you're selling to. You are steps forward, they're behind you. So in my own life, you guys might know that I. Uh, my Mac, Mac and myself sometimes don't play well together. So when I say I hate, hate technology, uh, it's probably really saying I hate myself because I don't think it's the technology. It's, it's that I'm not as comfortable with um, my Mac as I am with my, my PC or Pete Carter. So that to me is what I hate technology means, but that's going to mean something completely different to Sally. And that's what you want to try to figure out. And it doesn't matter what you're researching, whatever you're looking for means something completely different to your client than you. So like I said before, you're ahead of them, they're behind you, they're searching for something that you have already. So you already have um, a different perspective than what they have. So we really need to find out what their perspective are is what language that they're, they're using, what they're searching for, what questions they're asking, um, all that kind of thing. Um, So to find that out, I'm going to give you the three examples that I like to go. Again, you can use this in anything that you're researching. So grab your pen and paper or your iPad, whatever you're using and get ready because once you start doing this researching, this is absolutely going to add to more questions. It's going to add to more brainstorming and it's going to add to more research. You can go down a rabbit hole and be doing this for hours and hours and hours. Um, or you can just do small chunks at a time, like if you're looking, you know, for something specific. So just be mindful of your own time and your own and what you're trying to figure out and things. Um, you, you know, you don't want to be sitting there for 12 hours. If you do, go for it because you're going to get so much information. But just be mindful of your own time and what you're searching for and maybe limit yourself. Um make a list of things, you know, uh, questions that you might come uh, across uh, that, that you find different researching subjects, things like that, write it down on that paper. Um, that way you can revisit it in a different session when you're sitting down and possibly doing some more brainstorming or research, just so you're not doing it all at once. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the three places that I love to go. So number one um, is I like to go onto Facebook. Facebook obviously is a sharing um, social site, but there is endless information on Facebook if you sort of know what you're looking for and where to go to find it. And what I like to do, I I belong to uh, a lot of networking groups, a lot of groups um, that are other women entrepreneurs or um, mom groups, like a ton of different groups out there. Some of them are really small um, you know, 50, 60, 80, um, people in there. Some of them are up to a hundred thousand people in there. So it doesn't even matter where you're going. Uh, sometimes it's actually really nice to go into the smaller groups to, to look up information, but you try a, a bunch of different places. So if you don't belong to any kind of group, I'm sure you belong to something. You might even just belong just to regular groups. Like, um, you know, if you work, at a conventional job, and you're just sort of doing your business on the side or thinking about doing your business, you might be in groups with people that you already work with, or just mom groups, or, um, you know, swimming club or whatever, you I'm sure that you're part of some sort of group, and you can sort of start there. But what you can do is look for groups that would apply to your ideal client. So my ideal client, um, you know, being Sally, she's a CEO, maybe she's in these business groups. So I might want to go into these business groups. Now I will say no matter what group or networking group or whatever groups that you're trying to get into, um, to do research, if you're not going to be in there, I don't want you going into these groups and just selling. I feel like that's kind of um, slimy, it just it just feels wrong. People are not going to respond to you. They don't um, want to be pitched to like these groups and stuff, they want their real connection with with a person. They want questions. Um so just don't go in there and be like, hey, you know, my name's Christy. I want this information and this is what I'm selling. Like, you know, you're not going to get any kind of response. So if you're actually interested in these groups to be in there, it, it is fantastic. Just start conversations, start talking, um, and then one thing will lead to another. But if you're specifically going into these groups just for information, There's nothing wrong with that. Just don't do anything slimy in those groups. But what I would do in what I actually do is when I go into those groups, whether they're ones that I've been in for years and actually participate or not, I will go up to the top of the group and you can search. And you can search kind of whatever you want. There might not be any hits, but there might be a million hits. And this is where the real gold comes into play. So if I'm looking for... um like Sally hates technology I'm looking for what kind of let's say technology Sally hates using that phrase again we're not speaking her language that's not going to work you're definitely going to get some hits what technology do you hate you know people are it's going to bring up things that people have said in all like a ton of the like the conversations and stuff within that group it'll flag those and bring them up so that you can read those conversations But that's not really a great question, because it's more techie, it's more business, it's not, it's not really diving into your ideal client's mind. So you can get very specific, like, um, let's say, for instance, so she uses her iPad a lot, but you could look into um, why uh, I'm so frustrated, I can't use my Mac, you can type that into the search. Then anything that has to do with somebody being frustrated with a Mac or whatever, that will bring those conversations up. Then you can go through those conversations and see what real people are, um, real people are saying. So I've done this with, um, within my own business, going on there, I've asked questions, I I belong to business networking um, groups and communities, and I've gone on there and searched, what are the pain points of starting a business? And that's business related. That absolutely um, speaks to my ideal client, so that makes sense to me. That question might not make sense to you guys, but it makes sense to me. And uh, so much information comes up, and it then goes into talk about um, you know marketing, emailing. um, I don't have enough time to set up this or whatever. So having that information from a real person said in a real person's um, language and vocabulary is key then you're also going to find things you probably didn't even think about so in the instance of being sally and hating technology and let's say she doesn't like a mac a conversation might come up be like well how do you even transfer your your photos to your mac or oh my gosh my photos are all over my mac i can't find them so you're going to actually see the pain points and the language that people are using out there in the real world i want you to write that kind of stuff down. Don't write everything down. Just write the things that apply to what your service or products are selling to, um, because that is absolutely gold. So that is what I do all the time, and um, it's it's a great way to do to do a little bit of research. You can also, if you belong to a group that you actually um, participate in, you're not just going just to sort of see what people are saying, um, and you trust that people those people, and, and you know that you're going to get some information back. Ask a question. Just ask the question. Hey guys, I'm just doing a little bit of research. I'm just wondering what your biggest pain points are um, when using your Mac, you know, like, or whatever applies to you guys. You will get people responding in uh, real world uh, language that you know your ideal client is using. So that just becomes great. So that would be number one. That's one place I love to to go. Uh, The second place I really love to go is Pinterest. I am obsessed with Pinterest. I absolutely love Pinterest. And before I really, really paid attention or figured out that Pinterest is really good for business and marketing and things, I loved it anyway. But my mind was just blown wide open with Pinterest. So Pinterest is... um, like a search site, obviously Pinterest, people are going there to find out information. They're trying to figure out how to do things. You know, they're looking just like anybody's using Pinterest. They're looking for, they're looking for an answer, but you can go to Pinterest to look for what people are asking Pinterest. (laughs) So when it comes to, let's say photo books, um, if you go into your Pinterest account and go to the top, you can start to search something in Pinterest. And you guys, if, you've, if you're on Pinterest, you have done this. So if you guys are looking for your Christmas turkey recipe, you've already searched something and you've gotten a response back. Well, so think about this in business terms. If you're wondering what people are doing about photo books or what their pain points are about photo books, just start to type in, how do I make a photo book? Or um, where do I get a photo book printed? Or just start typing something about photo book and Pinterest will give you suggestions on what people are, um, searching. So it's just like Google and, and, and you can dive deeper and deeper and deeper into the questions you're asking. And as long as you sort of rephrase them and start to phrase them differently, the information is kind of endless. And that is coming right from, again, normal people out there, um, regular people out there searching for information, So you take some of the pain points that you brainstormed and go there and look them up and see how people are asking those questions. So that again, like we've talked about this before, I'm not going to say, do you want a well-crafted photo book with 21 pages made from um, the finest printing paper out there? No one's going to be looking, looking for that. They might just want to know, you know, the best quality photo book on the market or, how do you hire someone to make a photo book or, or something or scrapbook or whatever, whatever language they're using, you'll be able to see that sort of in real time. So that's a great, 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 great way to, to do some researching as well. Another really, really cool thing um, to do to figure out what people are saying and what they're wanting is to go to um, askthepublic.com. Years ago, years, like I'm talking years ago, I found out about this website And I went onto this website and I was like, wow, what is this? (laughs) It is so, so amazing. But at the time, I didn't really understand the power of this website because marketing and really speaking my clients language and things like that were not... Um, I didn't understand it at the time. So it, I just thought, well, wow, it's a really cool website, but I don't really know how you use it. So it dropped off my radar for, for quite a few years um, until um, I rediscovered it and the power and the possibilities behind it. And I was like, right, I remember this website. And I have screenshots of this website from, it's got to be four years ago, um, back in my um, my business um, photo files on my, on my phone. And I went back and looked at them. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Hmm. Anyway, so, so what is this website? Uh, okay. So it's answer and what it is, is you can ask a question and it will make a list really kind of cool looking list. It's like a big circle, um, of all of the different things people are asking on Google. So again, this is like, this is like Pinterest, but sort of, um, just the Google version of it. It's ask. It's showing you what people are actually asking in the real world, so not the stuff that you are thinking that people are asking. What people are actually asking, and their language they're using. So I have an example here. I printed one out just to sort of go through it with you guys, just so you realize. Um, so I've gone to answerthepublic.com and I've put in, "How do I organize my photos?" and it takes a little bit of time, generates a little bit of information, and then spits out this picture. And there's actually quite a few different pictures, but I'm just picking one. Um, you'd have to dive deep into the website to sort of see what I'm talking about. But it's very, very cool. Uh, okay, so how do I organize photos? Then it breaks it down to different sort of categories with different words. So one of those words would be with one of those words would be for one of those words is without one of those words is to one of those words is can and one of those words is near. So how do I Organize my photos. If I go to with, it says, "How do I organize my photos on Dropbox? How do I organize my photos on iPhone? How do I organize my photos on iPhoto by date? How do I organize my photos in Windows? How do I organize my photos on Facebook?" And there are hundreds of these questions, and this would be these would be some of the most popular ones on Google. So if you were looking, um, if you were trying to figure out what clients or people out there were trying to figure out what to do or how to organize their photos you could do this and go like oh wow there are so many people that are asking they actually want to know how to do it on on mac or how to do it in facebook or whatever and if that is a service that you are offering in your business you know people are out there searching for it and you know exactly the language that they're searching for it on the internet if that makes sense to you guys so those are. It's actually just fun to go to that website. <laughs> I haven't done it myself, but I feel like you can go on there and some ask some pretty cool questions and and just see what see what people are searching for. Um, maybe you want to share that with me on Instagram or like Facebook group. I don't know. I just think it'd be kind of neat, neat to figure that out. Uh, so there you go. So those are my three top research methods. Um, Facebook groups, social groups on Facebook. Um, actually you can do your friends and family too, but I feel like if you're asking your friends and family, some of these questions, they might actually answer you back the way they think that you want, uh, them to answer you back. So I think it's actually better just to be talking to strangers or people within a, in a group. Uh, number two search Pinterest. And number three is answerthepublic.com. Um, and these, inf- this, inf- this, these methods give you guys information from real people on what they're looking for, what they're searching for, so that you can be become clear uh, on your marketing, on your messaging, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so there you go. So if you guys want to head over to the description box, if you're still trying to figure out who your ideal client is, there's a great workbook there. You could download it, work through that. If you have any questions or comments, or have some amazing uh, research tips or anything just reach out to us on any of our social media platforms or in our Facebook group. We also have a secret Facebook group uh, called, called building a business for women. So if you want to head over there, we can absolutely put you guys in and can't wait to talk to you about some more great tips next week. All right. See you then.